This is Glenn Craig of Free From Broke and the Money Mastermind Show. You're about to have your face blown off with financial goodness from Eric Rosenberg and the Personal Profitability Podcast. Don't say I didn't warn you. You're listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast, where you'll learn how to earn income, live better, and put your money to work for you. Here's your guide on your path to personal profitability, Eric Rosenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Personal Profitability Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Rosenberg, and I'm so excited to have you back here for our fourth episode. And this is going to be our second shorter episode, the Ask Eric episodes, where we're going to feature a reader question and help give him an answer, because that's something that many of you might also be asking. So if you ever do have a question, feel free to go to personalprofitability.com. You can click on the little menu icon at the top, and there's a link to the Ask Eric page, and I will help answer any question you have. So first, we're going to drop into Jeremy, who asked a pretty tax-heavy question, and we'll uh, see if we can help him out. Hey, Eric, I wanted to know, is it possible to file your taxes, get a refund, and then invest in an IRA and amend the taxes to get an additional tax break. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you very much for that great question, Jeremy. Now, to answer that, you know, there's there's some complicated tax issues in there. So I'm going to bring in a tax expert, my friend Nicole Rosen. She is a certified tax expert and has a great answer for you. So here you go, Nicole. What do you have to say? Hi. So if you're looking to put money into your IRA and you've already filed your taxes, the short answer is yes, you can file your taxes, take the money, do an amendment, and then claim the extra contribution. However, that's not the way I would recommend to do it. The IRS actually allows you to file your taxes and claim the contribution that is not yet done as long as you absolutely positively promise to get it done by April 15th. So the IRS says any contribution made between January 1st and April 15th of the current calendar year, you can choose to credit it towards the prior tax year, in this case 2014, or you can choose to credit towards 2015. So if you know 100% for sure you're going to take your refund and put it into your IRA, then when you file your taxes, I would recommend filing it as if that contribution has already been made. Great. Thank you so much for that detailed answer, Nicole. Very much appreciated. And if anyone's looking to find you online, where should they go? I blog at financediva.com and it's spelled F-I-N-A-N-C-E-D-I-V-A.com. And I'm, I'm a personal finance blogger, but I focus on credit and taxes because that's that's what I do during tax season is I'm a, a manager for a national tax company um, and I deal with a lot of IRS issues and file thousands of taxes. Well, thank you for that great detailed answer, Nicole. And I hope that's helpful to you, Jeremy, and everyone else listening. I actually learned something new. I didn't know you were able to file your taxes, assuming you're going to make that 
um, deposit as long as you do it by the, the cutoff in April. So now I know you can do that. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up and encourage you, Jeremy, and anyone else who's um, taking advantage of IRAs and Roth IRAs is try to make those deposits as early in the year as possible. Because if you do that, you have that whole 12 months or if you're going to do it after the calendar year ends, so making a 2015 deposit for the 2014 year, which is totally allowed by IRS rules, and I would recommend that over not making a contribution at all. But if you are going to make a contribution, I'd encourage you to make that as early in the year as possible. So let's say you're making it in January, or let's, let's actually use this year. So let's say you want to make your deposit in February 2015, this month, and that will be for the 2015 year. If you wait, you could deposit it a year from now, but if you do that, you're losing out on 12 months of market growth. And I'm not a big fan of timing the market. I think that's kind of like gambling. So rather than try to time the market, it's better to make your investments as early as possible and invest them in you know a, a pretty conservative type investment like an S&P 500 index fund. That's what Warren Buffett recommends. Or maybe a target date fund. That's what I have in, um, in my wife's Roth IRA and a big portion of my own IRA. So there's lots of ways you can choose to invest it, but you want to make sure you do that as early as possible. And I'd also be concerned that if you're waiting to the last minute and trying to use a tax refund to make that investment, that you might not have the savings you need or the, the cash cushion you need. Because if you have to wait to get that, let's say, $1,000 back in your taxes to make a $1,000 deposit, I'm guessing you don't have another $1,000 stashed away for your emergency fund. So make sure before you're putting a lot of money into your retirement accounts that you have an emergency fund saved up. I'd say for most people, $5,000 is a pretty good target. Uh, Mine's a bit bigger, but that's important to have some kind of cushion just in case something bad happens. So make sure you have your emergency fund saved up first before you're investing for your retirement, but then definitely make that retirement investment a very high priority um, and if you you know if you can if you have that flexibility in your emergency fund or your savings you can make that deposit early so then when you get your refund back from the irs you don't have to worry about putting that into your ira you can just put it into savings or paying off debt or keeping it for you know next year's irs um, or tax deductible ira or roth ira deposit so there you have it, Jeremy and everyone else. Thank you for listening to this fourth episode. I just want to give a quick shout to the to actually to myself. <laughs> we just made it into the iTunes store, and I'm very excited about that. So hopefully we'll get lots of new listeners. If you are one of those who found us through the iTunes store, welcome. One thing I'd like to ask of you, if you have the opportunity and you've enjoyed what you've heard here on the Personal Profitability Podcast, please just take a few seconds and, and give me a review in the iTunes store. Hopefully I've earned a five-star review from you because those reviews and ratings really do mean a lot. It helps get this podcast out to lots of other ears and helps me grow so I can keep giving you great blog posts and podcasts and I'm working on some new videos. So I have lots of great stuff in store and your support just takes a few seconds. doesn't cost you a cent. means the world to me. And also, if you love it, please take a moment and share it with a friend. And if you don't love it, that's okay. I still love you anyway for making it this far and listening. So thank you very much for listening to the fourth episode of the Personal Profitability Podcast. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks for
for listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast. Be sure to join the email list for your free personal profitability playbook. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on iTunes or share it with a friend.